Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Uh, Number two seed right now, feeling the heat from a familiar name when it comes to Cinderella. Welcome in as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Arizona, the two seed right now in the south of the region is up three on Princeton. It's 53-50 to 50 with 5-10 left to go. And here we go again with the Princeton Tigers, Aaron Torres. Um, I, I don't know how many picked Princeton to be a Cinderella, but we know that they had, had come close in, in years past and then finally broke through against UCLA in the mid-'90s and getting a win. But – here they are again trying to ruin a, a different Pac-12 school's team's hopes of a national championship. Well, and here also goes Arizona, which, you know, storied program. I don't think people realize this. They haven't been to a Final Four since 2001, um, so 22 years now. It feels like it's been more recent than that with all the great players, but even before, uh, you know, those Final Four runs, they, they made one in 01, 97, um, I'm a little young to remember this, but they were known as a team that disappointed in the NCAA tournament. Yes. I, mean, I know that uh, Santa Clara with Steve Nash one year upset them, and there were some other uh, big upsets along the way as well. But um, like I said, for a storied program, I think a lot of people would be surprised to know they haven't made a Final Four since 01, uh, have had a lot of losses in the Elite Eight and the Sweet 16 last year. But, uh, you know, they're, they're just a program that I, I, you know, is synonymous with kind of college basketball success but really hasn't had that tournament success in quite a bit of time sean miller had some good teams there that run into wisconsin a couple of times you know about eight or nine years ago um you know when wisconsin had frank kaminsky and sam decker and and those teams and, and the badgers went to back-to-back final fours you're absolutely right like i i remember i remember when arizona made it in in 88 um i remember when they made it in 94 
Um, because then it, it was uh, Damon Stoudemire and Khalid Reeves were the backcourt in Arizona. But you're absolutely right. And that's actually what made 97 in their title so surprising was not only did did three number one seeds make it to the final four, but it was that the one that wasn't the number one seed was Arizona, who you kind of just you know didn't expect a lot to happen. And not only did they make it to the final four, they ended up winning the national championship that year. So, um, so yeah, you're right. And they're that on the ropes is not the right term right now because they're leading their game against Princeton. But yeah, you're only up five in a game with now four and a half minutes to go, and that pressure starts leaking in. And sometimes I I, I do think that the the officials whistles sometimes go to the side of Cinderella, whether it's meant to be or not. Anything close, I think, ends up being, you know, on the side of the team that's close to playing the upset. And let's be honest, you're in an arena right now where there are Missouri fans, and I know that it's in Sacramento, Aaron, but Missouri topped Utah State earlier today, and Missouri ends up winning. So who do you think Missouri would rather face on Saturday, Arizona or Princeton? So they're all cheering for Princeton. And then you think about what's who's playing tonight. If there are any UCLA fans that are in the building, there's no way they're cheering for Arizona. I don't care about conference pride. There's absolutely no way that they're cheering for the Wildcats. So you got those fans cheering against. And next thing you know, Arizona's now kind of in a foreign environment with a lot of the fans you know, at the arena that aren't dressed in red cheering against them. So a lot can build up when you are a higher seed and you you find yourself in a tight game against a, a low seed or especially one that's a 15 seed zero doubt and that was uh coming out of the last commercial break they actually showed a couple ucla fans kind of in the arena you know for people who've never been to a tournament sometimes you have to buy all the tickets together as part of a package so you know ucla fans may be in the building early because you know they had to be there and so <laughs> it's just interesting it's just interesting you know a two seed coming off the pac-12 championship game and it's interesting because I think I, I, you know, I might have misevaluated Arizona was, was you know, I looked at the, the Pac-12 championship last week and good for them and blah, 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 blah. But maybe beating up a UCLA, maybe beating a UCLA team that is really beat up uh, in a one possession game, maybe that wasn't something to celebrate. Maybe that was something to be a little bit concerned sure. about. Good but I was going to say, overall, they, they've been a very strange team this year, Arizona. They've been up and down. They have some great wins. They beat Indiana on a neutral early. They won the Maui Invitational earlier in November. But they have some really weird losses as well. At Stanford, Washington State at home, been a very up and down team all year long. And it's still going here uh, into the NCAA tournament. I, I want to bring up actually something that is connected to Arizona because I, I, I think that it's – I think it's important. I think that it, it plays into this. And I, and, I mean, I do think that Princeton is a big story that I do want to touch on on them in just a bit. But I, I know UCLA kind of ran away from the, you know, with, with the Pac-12 Conference uh, championship. You know, but as you said, Arizona ends up beating them, you know, two out of three. But the most recent one with the, the shorthanded uh, UCLA squad. What's also interesting is if you look at Arizona, remember the Arizona State game? And they lose. And this... They lose on what a three court, you know, two thirds, you know, court shot that allows you know San Diego State to get the win. Like if that shot doesn't go in, does Arizona State make the NCAA tournament? Mm-hmm. You know, and and then then what happens with Rutgers? And and Rutgers was a team that was on the outside looking in, and there was even a debate. They lost a game to Ohio State earlier this year on a buzzer beater that shouldn't have counted because the refs made a bad call. So you want to talk about like regular season mattering and not mattering? You can say all you want that college basketball all it's all about the tournament. Ask Arizona State. 
You know, at, if you don't have that, you know, launch of the, you know, two-thirds court 60-foot shot, there's a chance that Arizona State's not playing in the first four last night and isn't playing tomorrow in the first round. So I, it just the Arizona dynamic brought that up, and I wanted to touch on it today. But you talk about regular season, heck, one shot and one outcome could have changed a lot in the uh, NCAA tournament. Well, and it, it speaks to, you know, this is what's interesting about the NCAA tournament just in general is that, you know, the committee has made it a priority and the perfect example of some of the teams that got at large bids like a Nevada that was, uh, you know, they lost in the play-in game last night, the first four game, excuse me, as you like to, to remind everybody, we don't call it a play-in game, we call it a first four game. <laughs> But they were on a three-game losing streak and going into that game. And so I, I just bring it up because it really, you know, the committee is supposed to take the totality of a season into consideration and not how are you playing now, what are you doing now, all that good stuff. And so you look at a team like Arizona, they have been very inconsistent over the final six weeks of the regular season. Virginia was not great the final few weeks of the regular season. So, you know, I mean, it's always easy to say in hindsight, now that the brackets are in and everybody's made their picks and we should have known and this and that, but there is something to, you know, I know like the NBA, obviously, right, it's an 82-game regular season, but if you get hot late, I mean, you can move up and down seeds. You know, we look at see what the Lakers are doing right now. We see what other teams are doing right now, whereas college basketball, it really is kind of weighted as far as what what you were doing in November is just as important as what you're doing in February, and it's not always reflective of how good a team is in this exact moment. Arizona is up one, and Princeton has had on back-to-back trips looks at three that didn't go down. So it's 55-54, under two and a half minutes to go as Arizona has called a timeout with 224 left to go in the game. Arizona only up one in that 215 matchup. Uh, the other game, uh, we mentioned at one point that they were eight-point games, has gone in the other direction where uh, Arkansas has opened it up against Illinois right now, and uh, the Razorbacks are up uh, 51-36 with a timeout in that contest about 12 minutes to go. You know, Prin- and Princeton's got that name. Like, there are Arizona, Virginia, we're talking about disappointments, but of the Cinderella of Princeton because – when you go back to to what almost happened when they upset Georgetown or almost upset Georgetown in 1989, like that was the that was the first time that we thought, huh? Well, like could we really see, you know, could we really see this true Cinderella of a 16 seed? And 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 I don't know, Aaron. I don't, I don't think that you were old enough to remember that game. I remember that game um, because I, I was about 12 at the time. But like there was like Georgetown was the deal. Like, Georgetown was the – this isn't like – this isn't – no offense, Purdue, but I'm going to completely offend Purdue, but Georgetown wasn't like number one seed Purdue. Like, Georgetown was was legit Alonzo Mourning. Like, they they were the real deal. And to have Princeton do what they did and almost pull that upset, I mean, truly it's – in in one of the games that didn't end up having a Cinderella, it's truly one of the most memorable games where a number one seed actually won because of how close Princeton, uh, you know, almost won that game in that one sixteen matchup. So Princeton, if anything, will always have that. I actually think that their effort against Georgetown is more impressive than then when they beat UCLA as the uh, four in the four thirteen matchup years later in Indianapolis, just because it was so unheard of that a sixteen seed could 
you know, knock off a number one. Yeah. Well, to go back to what we talked about earlier with, you know, the best upset runs as another number two seed is on the ropes here, much like Kentucky was last year. I remember when it was like basically inconceivable that a two seed that it was even that competitive. Um, you know, I know that there had been upsets in the, in the the '90s and early 2000s, but it was basically you could pencil every two seed in. And now, you know, you and I were on air a few years ago where Ohio State as a two seed loses to Oral Roberts, uh, Kentucky last year, Arizona right now is on the ropes. So it speaks to the changing dynamics of uh, college basketball in this tournament specifically. And 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 there's there's something that that I think is important and Aaron I, I feel that you and I have talked about this previous years we just haven't talked about it this year like there's there's a reason why I think you're seeing more competitive 15 seeds we talked about St. Peter's earlier it's them going to the elite eight that was just truly shocking that they could make a run that far and be a game away from the final four when the NCAA ended up expanding the tournament from you know it was 64 then it went to uh, 65 and then they expanded it to 68 Uh, it was so you could have these automatic qualifiers in these new conferences come in but also then keep your number of automatic bids or excuse me of of uh, at-large bids uh, for these bigger schools and what ended up happening though is what didn't change was that there were bad teams getting in uh, to the tournament but now instead of you know having just four 16 seeds we basically have six right because you're, yep. you're you're you have six 16 seeds which means realistically that two of them are probably 15 seeds in the past and you take that and you keep moving up so Princeton here playing as a 15 seed probably is really more like a 14 seed maybe back in the day. And that is not unheard of, of having a 14 ending up beating a three. But when we look at these numbers, I think that these 15 seeds are better because of the way that the tournament expanded and allowed other schools to to come in. And you thought that it was helping out the at-large teams. And it is in a way that they're getting into the tournament. But now these top teams are maybe facing better 15 and 14 seeds than they were would in previous years. Zero doubt. That's something we've definitely talked about in years past. And I mean, you even look at, at say, you know, that St. Peter's team is maybe a good example of what a 15 seed would normally look like. But I remember two years ago, Oral Roberts, you know, they, they win that opening round game as a 15 seed against uh, against uh, Ohio State. Then they go to the next round. They take care of business. And then, oh, by the way, the round after that, they have Arkansas on the ropes and Arkansas basically needs a buzzer beater. Uh, their best player at that time was a kid named Max Avesmiss. He's still with the team. Oral Roberts plays tonight against Duke. And he was a player who tested the NBA draft waters and may have been drafted that year. Um, their second best player transferred to Texas Tech, so was clearly a power five kind of player, power six kind of player. I just bring it up to say I think that's a perfect example of you know, the changing landscape of that wasn't really a 15 seed. Now, you know, Princeton's a little bit of a different deal. It's an Ivy League school. They're obviously not taking a ton of transfers and all that. But I do think it it speaks to um, more competitive, you know, a more competitive bottom half of the bracket when, to your point, two of those teams that were playing in in first four games the last two nights, they would now be playing as as a 15 seed as opposed to a 16 seed. It skews the whole bracket a little bit, not making excuses. Excuses if Arizona does lose just stating it as a fact. So over the final uh, 10 minutes of this game, Princeton has outscored Arizona 15-6, to 6, 
And Arizona's turned the ball over six times. It was a stat just put up uh, on the broadcast that is on TNT that we can see. Uh, we can't tell you uh, what is happening spot by spot, play by play, because we do not have the uh, rights to do that. We are not able to do that. We can tell you that Princeton is up 56-55 with 50.4 seconds left to go. Arizona does have the basketball uh, inbounding underneath their own hoop with eight seconds on the shot clock. So uh, Wildcats are going to need a bucket here and uh, then maybe play some defense if they uh, if they want to advance. Otherwise, you don't get a bucket. You're ending up having to get a stop and uh, and then putting fate in the hands of an offense that just has not done anything over the second part of the second half of, of this game. So we are, we are keeping our eye on that. Illinois has gotten a little closer against Arkansas, 55-46 with eight minutes to go in that contest. And we can tell you that Arizona did uh, not score. Uh, Princeton got the rebound, and now Princeton will go to the free throw line up one, 56-55 with 21.7 seconds left. Man, we we aren't gonna go. We got we, we we're gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna leave you hanging. We're gonna let you know. We're gonna let you know if Arizona hangs on or if Arizona is upset. But Princeton will go to the free throw line in this two fifteen matchup. It does allow me, Aaron, uh, the opportunity to tell you that today's show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at progressive.com. So, oh man, here here we get like this is this is getting down to the nitty-gritty. Neither team has any timeouts. And yes. and and neither team is in the super bonus. Both uh, both shooting one and ones if that scenario comes down. But uh Princeton was able to make both of their free throws, so it is now a 58-55 game with 20 seconds left and again there's no timeout for Arizona, so you're going to have to score and at some point you would think maybe Princeton would even foul if they uh if they needed to and uh to try to uh, prevent Arizona from getting that uh open look at it's a three. Be an upset. So there is uh there is a lot on the line in Sacramento and now with three seconds left, Princeton is up on Arizona, 58-55, to 55, and Princeton is going to the free throw line. Uh, across the room on the other side of the glass, uh, Jason Stewart, Survivor Pool. Did you have Arizona in any of these? Well, some background. Dan Byer talked me into the Survivor Pool, so <laughs> any money I lose is on him. I took uh, UCLA and Arizona to win today. I figured that was just in in the can. No, yes. no problem. Thank you. In both of them. Well, in in well, well, on the first day, on yeah. the first day, you get two teams: UCLA, yes. Arizona, and then the next one is UCLA and Texas. I oh, took a couple okay. Of two all scenes. right. So it's but it's all up to UCLA then to keep it. Great. Thank to, you, hey, Arizona. Jason Stewart. <laughs> hey, Jason Stewart. What was the thing that you said about guys like me? having to put out uh, a bracket and then just get mercilessly mocked for it. Yes. Yeah, yes. I had I had Arizona. I, I know nobody there cares about is. my bracket, but I'm just saying I had him in the Final Four. Because I, I just I didn't think Alabama was going to make a Final Four, uh, and they still might not, um, but I talked myself into Arizona. So You poor guys, you poor college basketball experts are the only sport experts that have to show your work. Right. Nobody else does. Even even weathermen don't have to show their work. But you, you guys have to post your work. Uh, I was thinking about that. Nobody's ever like, wow, Ken Rosenthal, he picked the Dodgers and the Braves won. Like, that guy doesn't know anything. It's like, no, Ken Rosenthal's a baseball savant. Like, what are we even talking about here? But it is like, and I'm sure that I don't get it nearly as much as a Doug or a Jay Billis or a Jim Jackson or whomever. 
Uh, but it is kind of funny, right? Like, and maybe it's just because nobody watches the sport like during the regular season. But it is kind of wild how uh, we. I feel like college hoops guys do take more heat. Uh, by the way, I do have one more thought about this. I I, I remember when Sean Miller was at uh, Arizona. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Breaking news from Fox Sports. Isaac Lohenkron. It is official. 15 seed Princeton has just completed a 59-55 upset of two seed Arizona. It's the third straight year that a 15 seed has taken down a two seed and the 11th time in NCAA tournament history. A deuce has been dropped in Sacramento. (laughs) The Wildcats fall to the Tigers. 59 to 55. Thank you very much, Isaac Lohenkron. Thank you for that uh, memorable <laughs> summation. <laughs> uh, Aaron, That'll be the headline in the Princeton uh, student newspaper tomorrow. Aaron, we're going to get to your Sean Miller story at some point. Don't worry. Uh, it is Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Get Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. It's- Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I know it'll take you a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app, then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code CRSHOW, CRSHOW. New customers could play 5 bucks, get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code CRSHOW, CRSHOW, only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick Six.draftkings.com slash promos. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on AE Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from man 
manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application with Express Employment Professionals, you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier by letting the professionals at Express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team. Express Employment Professionals is your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Yeah, the madness continues here on Fox Sports Radio. Camino and Rich probably just having fun times in Mexico. Different spots in Mexico. Uh, maybe Cavino's having more fun than Rich. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out when the guys get back next week. But you do have Aaron Torres and me broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Do we know where Spot went? Is Spotty, is he on vacation? or do we, Maybe he's on a staycation, John Ramos? Do you know? I believe he is back east in his hometown in, in I think, in New Jersey. Oh, or okay. Like that, yeah. okay. So Danny G's probably hanging 10 in Hawaii or something. That's No, actually, Danny is, what I've been told is he is in... Um, I think it's Estonia. Thank you for, uh, Estonia. <laughs> that's, the, that's a beautiful I need place a to be. Backstory on that, please. <laughs> we all need to know throw that, story. that. You can't just throw that out there. By the way, why would why are they in different places? Just because they, you know, just because they do radio together, they don't vacation together. Yeah, is that, that what it is? <laughs> when I asked the guys, they said, you know, like, you know, I knew that they were going to be off for a few days. They're like, where are you guys, you know, going to be? Thinking I would get two separate answers. They're like, we'll be in Mexico. But then they both said, uh, but not together, not in the same spots. One is oh, one is like East Mexico. One is very West Mexico. So Cabo and Cancun, probably. Yeah, there you go. That's actually what it was. But I didn't want to. I won't say who is where, but I think that's the uh, vacation spots for both. Actually, I know that's the vacation spots for both of them. So the guys out uh, having a good time. We're having a good time here on Fox Sports Radio. I don't know if the Jets and Packers fans are having a great time, but you know, so much is made about you know this this deal that is yet to go down with Aaron Rodgers. And I know that there are people in sports that are sick of talking about Aaron Rodgers. And I know that's a, it's a gripe of, of, of at least one person on staff here at Fox Sports Radio who shall remain the nameless unless they want to say their name. Uh, the sick of Aaron Rodgers talk, I can get it to a point, but when something actually happens, when something actually goes on and there is news and something happening with it, I think that that's what revitalizes the story. And so Aaron Rodgers going on Pat McAfee's show and saying, you know, my intention is I, I want to play with the Jets, and now it's in their hands that they uh, they figure out compensation. Whether I think Aaron Rodgers was trying to spin a bit of a tail, um, I, I think that he was. Um, but I, I do think that Green Bay was ready to move on uh, from him. And I think that the Jets would love to welcome Aaron Rodgers. What I find so interesting, Aaron, and I'm curious on, on, on your thoughts, and I'll ask the crew as well, on what what is truly the emotions for a Jets fan and what's truly the emotions from a Packers fan? And and as someone who's who's from Wisconsin as a native but not a diehard Packers fan, I, I feel I have an interesting perspective because I know the fan base so well um, because it's 98% of my family. We have one 49ers fan in our family, and I think everybody else is a Packers fan outside of me being a Seahawks fan. But I, I, I'm just curious, like, Aaron, if you're sitting there, if you're a Packers fan today, knowing that Aaron Rodgers is likely on his way out, if you're a Jets fan, likely uh, bringing in Aaron Rodgers, how do you think you're, you're feeling on this March 16th? 
Well, it's interesting because you mentioned being from Wisconsin and not being a Packers fan. I'm from the Northeast, and I am not a Jets fan. And the consent, because I've asked, you know, I think the consensus is they love it. And, you know, they know it's not a 10-year commitment, as we just discussed last segment. Um, They understand, you know, with the Peter King audio from Dan Patrick earlier today, but they know it's not a 10-year commitment. But they know he's much better than the alternative. And so, you know, everybody is willing, like, like, the scale of what people are willing to put up with is kind of a direct correlation of of kind of the past, right? So if you're the, I don't know, I can't think of a team specifically, but, you, you know, the Rams. Like, the Rams have had success. They have a good culture. Like, you don't need to bring in Aaron Rodgers if you're looking for a quarterback. And I know they're not. I'm just using them as an example. The Jets have been you know, miserable for 30, 40, 50 years, whatever it's been. And so, you know, I had multiple Jets fans say the same thing to me yesterday, which is he will be the best quarterback of my lifetime on my team. (laughs) And so, yeah, like if you're asking for, you know, if he was asking for a five-year, you know, if he was asking for the Lamar Jackson five-year deal fully guaranteed, then, you know, the Jets fans would probably be losing their minds. But I think from the Jets fans' perspective, we have a team built to win now. We are missing one major piece, and he is by far the best alternative that we could have gotten this offseason. So I think they're excited knowing that it probably won't end well, but they're hoping for one year in 2023 they can strike lightning in a bottle. The, the expectations and the excitement can overshadow the worry that you have or maybe the flashbacks to some of the throws that Aaron Rodgers made in recent years. Not that he's lost his arm and just maybe decision-making or something that you don't like. It's just the to, the to the point of it being their best quarterback that you know they've had in their lifetime. Yeah, there's a reason to be excited about it. And I, I find w- when you look at where the Jets are in the landscape of the AFC and with the Chiefs coming off of their second Super Bowl win, they are the kings of the AFC. But I would say that the AFC East is up for grabs a little bit more than maybe uh, on the surface of just Buffalo dominating. Um, I'm, I'm a little worried about Buffalo moving forward. Um, I, I think they're so dependent on Josh Allen that at some point you have to have something else to maybe take some pressure off of him. I don't know what's happening with the Patriots. I think the Dolphins are still an enigma um, with, with Tua, whether he is or isn't their quarterback. So you talk about the Jets roster, and it may be more of the taking for them in the AFC East than maybe on the surface in the in the entire AFC. I think they're a playoff team. I just don't think that they rise to the level of the Chiefs or they rise to the level of the, the Bengals, who even took some hits in, in free agency. So I get the excitement. It's Green Bay where I like reach out and, and really find this so intriguing because I think Packer fans were ready to move on. And I think that they kind of knew this day was coming, but it's a different feel than they had the last couple of years because I still think that they felt that they were a Super Bowl contender. And now that that is, that is gone and out the window, I, I think that they're, they're okay with it. And that is different than what it was the feeling like when Brett Favre left. It was a different feeling. You were still, you know, you felt maybe the Packers, you know, still were a, were a contender, obviously. But there was there was something like w- with Brett Favre, and I, I think it's as simple as Aaron of saying, the generation that watched the Packers before Brett Favre was so grateful for Brett Favre. Sure, there are there are there are Packer fans now who over the past 
30 years have never had to worry about their quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. And there, there, are, there are fans that, that became fans when Brett Favre you know, won Super Bowl 31. And heck, you know, we just finished Super Bowl 57. So that's 26 years of, of great quarterback play. And you don't know what life is like. Um, other than having a great quarterback. And I almost feel like there are some Packer fans that are actually naive in the way to think that we are not going to be affected by this because guess what? Jordan Love looks great against Philadelphia and he'll move right in. And he may very well may you know very well be that guy, but it's the fact that when Favre was there, there were Packer fans who remembered, you know, watching a bad Green Bay team over and over in the 80s that didn't want to go back to that. And so I think that there was more of an attachment to Favre, where now with Rodgers' success, I think there's portions of the Packer fan base that just, you know, expect greatness no matter what or no matter who's at the quarterback position. Yeah, I think I might have told, told this story when I was on with you a few weeks ago at some point, but um, I remember talking interviewing Bill Polian the iconic uh you know front office guy for uh the Bills and the the Colts and I think he did some stuff with the Panthers too but I I asked him I said you know what is it like you know basically I was asking him mostly about Peyton and I said what is it like walking into the building every day knowing like we got our guy like we got our dude and and he said you don't really appreciate it until you don't have it. And and he brought up the point of like, you know, they had that year where Peyton had the neck surgery and he was out and it was before they got Andrew Luck. And he's like, you know, it was no disrespect to anybody in our locker room, but you just drive to the stadium with a pit in your stomach knowing that you don't have that guy wow. anymore. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I, go, I go back to that because it is why I have been hesitant. Like, like it's why... I, I I see both sides for a Packers fan. I see the side that is just tired of getting dragged along and along and along and along and along. But what I always go back to is uh, that story and then the, another, the, the other analogy that I use, which is The Last Dance, the documentary, which is you put yourself in position – to have a guy like Aaron Rodgers or like Michael Jordan. Like the whole the whole if you want to call it this, the whole point of the game is to get the quarterback that puts you in position to win every year. And I still think Aaron Rodgers is that guy. Now, I understand he had a disappointing year last year. But, you know, I go back to the last dance where it's like, you know, Jerry Reinsdorf wants to cut salary. Jerry Krause wants to prove they can do it themselves. And it's like I get that element of being a competitor, but I also get that you work your whole career to put yourself in position to where the Bulls were at that point, where the Packers, I still believe, are right now, which is they can go out and win that NFC North next year and potentially get the number one seed again if Aaron Rodgers is back. So that's a very long-winded way of me saying I understand a, a Packers fan that's ready to try something new, but the grass isn't always green. Yeah, exactly. No, I think that that's, it's a very fair point because I think that there there is a, a part of the younger Green Bay fan base that, that just – in a way, almost expects it because that's the only thing that they have known during that time, and that's what's that's what's so interesting about the Favre breakup is, and and I know I've talked about it on this network, but there were people who followed Favre to the Jets in terms of their fandom. Like there were some yeah. Jets fans. It wasn't everywhere in Wisconsin. I talked about the, the CBS affiliate in Milwaukee asked to carry Jets games because they you know had the AFC mm-hmm. package at that time. When you know Fox would have Packer games, and what other game would you want opposite? Or if they had in the window, they wanted to have as many Jets game as Jets game as they could. I don't think you're going to see that happen. 
I, I, you know, I think that there were Patriots fans that probably you know became Buccaneers fans, not not abandoning their le- allegiance to the Patriots, but still wanted to cheer for Tom Brady when he went there. And I don't think you're going to get that with Green Bay this time around. I don't think you're going to get Packer fans wanting to follow Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. It's a different you know different situation. I think there are Patriots fans even even though. Brady came after Drew Bledsoe, who had a nice run with New England. There's still like that, you know, thought of okay, it could really turn sour without our guy. I, I I'm not saying Packer fans are naive. I'm just saying that they're younger Packer fans that don't know the world that really exists that Bill Polian <laughs> talked about of having that pit in your stomach. And so when Favre left, and Favre was you know wanting to come back, there were a bunch of people that said, yeah, bring him back because they didn't want to fall back. They didn't they didn't know what Aaron Rodgers was or who Aaron Rodgers you know what what he would end up becoming. Worked out great in the end. So now you think, oh, that's how it always happens. But yeah, that's not necessarily the case. Yeah, I just you like I said, you put the whole point of being an NFL fan, an NFL coach, an NFL GM is to get. The guy, by the way, get the guy that allows you to compete with guys like Aaron Rodgers. And maybe I'm overstating how good he currently is as a 39, soon to be 40 year old. Maybe I I am, and maybe I'm living in 2012 or whatever. But I just think to just, I understand the idea of wanting something new. And I certainly understand if you're a fan, the annoyance with the uncertainty and with dragging it out, you know, for, for sometimes weeks at a time. I know last year he kind of recommitted around this time. A few years ago it was deep into the summer. But I just think it, it's easy to say you want something new until it's until you get it and until Jordan Love isn't Aaron Rodgers. Um, and, you know, history says it's much more likely that Jordan Love is not going to be Aaron Rodgers than he is. By the way, obviously I know you've said it a few times, but the, the recent example – Bill Belichick doesn't look like such a genius anymore since Tom Brady left. And so we'll see what happens in Green Bay, but you got the guy and you're willing to see him out, go out the side door. I just find it very interesting. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. Today's show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. We're sitting in for Cavino and Rich. Just a quick uh, look at what's happening in the NCAA tournament. San Diego State has a lead on Charleston 51-46, 6-14 left to go in that one. Three minutes to go until halftime. Arkansas is up on Illinois by a count of 32-20. to And at the half, Arizona and Princeton in a tight one. Wildcats up 31-30 to on the Tigers. And Alabama trying to close out uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Crimson Tide up 18 with three minutes left in that contest. Again, he's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Davino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. He's here in Torres. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for CNR, who are probably sipping something on the beaches of Mexico, enjoying their well-deserved time off. Different we are beaches, sitting though. back and enjoying Different some beaches. college hoops. I need to clarify that. Different beaches. Different beaches, yes. Not the same one. On different coasts as well. Today's show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. You know, Isaac Lohenkron's been uh, giving us the updates throughout the day of what's happening in March Madness, but he's also had the big story uh, stemming from the World Baseball Classic and Edwin Diaz uh, suffering that leg injury last night in a celebration in Puerto Rico's or after Puerto Rico's win over the Dominican Republic 5-2 so the Mets have likely lost their closer for the entire 2023 season and I I don't know how you look at this Aaron um I I if he would have if he would have been you know uh pulled a muscle while throwing a pitch um could have happened uh you know could have twisted an ankle you know stepping off the mound going to get you know those injuries, injuries can always happen at, at any point. It's not that I don't feel sorry for Edwin Diaz. I actually feel really bad for Edwin Diaz. It just really stinks that it happened during a celebration. And so so for, for people who want to put an end to the World Baseball Classic because somebody got uh, injured – um, sorry, it's much bigger than that. It's, it's you know the the event isn't about making sure that the New York Mets' interests are protected, and I can understand why they may be uh, up in arms over this and why their player uh, was playing in it, and maybe discouraging future players from playing in it. But it, I, not to sound callous, because it's going to come off callous, but the World Baseball Classic is is bigger than Edwin Diaz, and and it happened in a celebration. You know, it, it's you know. Maybe tone down the celebration, you know, a, a little bit. Like I understand, like the the victory, and maybe the celebration is the reason why the baseball, the World Baseball Classic, should be there. But I just, I, I, I find people pointing fingers in what I think are the wrong areas when you look at what in this injury that happened last night, even though it cost the Mets their closer for the season. 
So I agree with everything you said, and you know, obviously everyone's entitled to their opinion, but I, I'm glad that you and I are on the same same you know track on that one because I think it's easy to to point to the World Baseball Classic, but you know we have walk offs in spring training, you know rookies hit home runs, and you sprint out of the dugout and kind of pat them on the helmet. This is going to happen anywhere, and like I know the World Baseball Classic in terms of sporting events is like a relatively new phenomenon. But I, I don't, you know, like the idea that if a player wants to, and again, only if they want to, uh, leave their team during spring training and represent their country, like that that's somehow a bad thing that we need to eliminate, I just think is idiotic. And, and, and again, uh, you know, I'm only speaking for the World Baseball Classic here, but I've never heard anybody make the argument that Lionel Messi shouldn't represent Argentina in the World Cup or Ronaldo shouldn't play for Portugal in the World Cup. It's like... This is something that a player wants to do. It's an opportunity to represent your country. And I hate that when something like this happens, it calls into question the purpose of this whole event. So um, I know it's a story right now, but I hope that most people understand that, hey, like at the end of the day, if these guys want to play, they should be able to play. It's a great event. I've enjoyed having it on in the background, and I hope that that it continues and that guys keep playing in future years. I also think that this is this is apples to oranges compared to the Pro Bowl. Sure. Or, oh, you, yeah. you know, like, and I think that's what some people are trying to to make this. If you, we shouldn't let our players compete in this. Like, it's, you know, like I, I I'm a guy who wants uh, professional hockey players in the Olympics. Like that, that's what I want to see. And I know, like, they they don't have the, the, there wasn't an agreement to it. But honestly, when the pro players are there, it's a much better event. And I think that this with the pro players there, it is a much better event. Look at the love that Mike Trout has been getting over the last week or so. Sure. I mean, like like the born guy has played, you know, uh, top-level baseball for pretty much his entire career, and all were like, Angels are 20 games back at the All-Star break. They ain't going anywhere. But in a week of just him, you know, being a part of Team USA, it's gained a lot of positive pub and 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 i think it's it, it's great in that aspect but i it, yeah it's not a it's not a sand football game like the, the, they had back in the day it's not a, a a you know nba all-star weekend competition like this is the you know this is a real event and and again not the not the to, to sound like I'm discrediting Edwin Diaz, it's just that the World Baseball Classic is bigger than one player, and that's like the, like the point. And again, it's it happened in a celebration; it didn't even happen in a in a game spot. So I just yeah, the World Baseball Classic shouldn't go away because of this injury. No, I agree, and I think people criticizing you know look yourself in the mirror, and if it was. Jason Tatum or Kevin Durant opting out of the Olympics, would you feel the same way? If it was Messi or Ronaldo opting out of the World Cup, this is the exact yeah. analogy. It's an international event that means a lot to the participants. It's not the All-Star game. It's not the Pro Bowl. Um, if guys want to play – and by the way, some guys opted out, and that's perfectly okay too. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. Quick update from the games going on. Arizona has an eight-point lead on Princeton under nine minutes to go. It's also an eight-point lead for Arkansas in their first-round 8-9 matchup against Illinois as the teams are playing in the West region. So Arkansas up eight again early in the second half in that contest. Get Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me on Twitter, Dan Byer, at Dan Byer on Fox as we are in for Cavino and Rich. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. 
They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.